welcome to the BFA International Audio Blog. This is your host, Keith Johnson. We have been on hiatus since July 10th. It is now approaching August 1st, and over the last few weeks, we have seen some major developments regarding what's been happening not only in Israel, but around the world. Uh, The BFA uh, International Ministry has been involved at different levels, and so this is an opportunity for me to update you on some pretty major developments that have been taking place. First of all, I just want to thank all of you that have been uh, so supportive over these last uh, weeks. Uh, those of you that have read the uh, the uh, several of the op-eds that have been uh, uh, posted on Breaking Israel News, for those that don't know, I was invited to uh, be a guest uh, writer for them. And uh, they, on a regular basis, will ask me to, to write an article. And I usually don't write unless I'm inspired, but... Uh, Over the last few weeks, I've been inspired on some things and have responded from a biblical perspective regarding what's happening in uh, the news, specifically as it pertains to Israel. I wish I could tell you that uh, everything is going great and there's no issues, you know, over in the comfort of our homes as we turn on televisions and uh, Internet and uh, smartphones. We can see images of things that are happening in Israel. And as I mentioned, I've been uh, invited to respond uh, to some of those things from a biblical perspective. That has caused some uh, frustration, uh, dare I say, even a little bit of anger by some people as they have uh, interpreted uh, me as one who's standing with Israel in the midst of this very difficult uh, situation. Let me be very clear about a few things. I am very, 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 very sad about the loss of life that's taking place in Israel. I have many friends from many different diverse backgrounds that are in the midst of this war. And let me be clear, Israel is at war right now. This is not a skirmish. This is a legitimate war. In fact, I have some information I'm going to bring a little bit later about that that might help you in terms of getting perspective. But I have a lot of friends that are in Israel uh, from a diverse backgrounds. I have Christian friends, Jewish friends, Muslim friends. I have some Arab friends who are not Muslim. I have some Jewish friends who are secular. I have some uh, religious friends that are there. Uh, It's just a wide variety of people. So my heart is breaking every time I open up uh, uh, one of the the articles and read the names of soldiers who have died. uh, There's a certain part of my heart that begins to speed up and praying that one of those names is, you know, obviously it's sad, just any soldier that dies, but I have so many friends who have children who are serving right now. And it's just a very tense situation over there. I also have many friends that are literally uh, uh, imprisoned in their homes right now because of the, uh, the amount of rockets that have been flying over these last few weeks where they cannot be uh, further than, that's my understanding, uh, 30 to 60 seconds away from a bomb shelter uh, I have people that I interact with on a regular basis that uh, that are their lives have changed over the last month as a result of this war. And so we as a ministry uh, do not uh, disconnect ourselves from what's going on over there. In fact, I, I, I thought about it. I've actually spent more time in Israel in 2014 than I have in the United States. I was in Israel for, I think, about 10 weeks uh, at the beginning of this year, uh, as many of you know, and then came back and went back to Israel for a very important uh, a project that we were working on, uh, standing with my friends over there. My friend Yehuda Glick, who was banned from the Temple Mount, was able to uh, get that ban lifted. I ascended with him and about 50, I believe it was 50, uh, Jewish people to, to, the, to the Temple Mount. And a number of things happened, chaos, confusion, but also a lot of God's hand and intervention that I saw take place 
over there during the time of uh, Shavuot slash Pentecost. Uh, some things that happened just in that short visit uh, have really given me a great perspective and I think opened a lot of doors to reach a whole lot of people uh, with the information, inspiration, and revelation that we've been given through Biblical Foundations Academy International. Uh, I have been very, very encouraged by the amount of people that have been interacting uh, with the articles that I have written. In fact, uh, as you listen to this audio blog, we're going to put some links up to those articles. They have caused quite a bit of a stir at a number of different corners of the earth. Uh, the editor of Breaking Israel News sent me a note and said that how much they appreciated the fact that I was writing as a pastor, that they were able to in, to send uh, these articles around the world and that the responses that they have gotten from around the world have been so positive. And uh, in, in fact, I, I don't even know what the numbers are, but the uh, the op-eds that I've been been writing, uh, many, many shares. I think the last one that I just wrote a, about a week ago, I think it's over 800 shares on Facebook. That doesn't, doesn't include how many people like it or read it. But the point is there really has been a, an amazing door that's open through that. And we're going to put those those links there. Now let me give you the difficult part of what's going on. While Israel is in the midst of a, a major battle, uh, you can talk about a number of different uh, perspectives of what's happening in Gaza, and I will continue uh, to write as I'm inspired. In fact, there's something I have right now in my spirit that I want to try to, to get going here in the next couple of days. But first, I've got to take care of some business here at home with the Biblical Foundations Academy International. There are some people who, who really have been disturbed by my uh, willingness to step out publicly uh, for the support of Israel. And as a result, they have imposed sanctions on the Biblical Foundations uh, Academy International resources. In fact, some people threaten and have decided to remove their support and and, and, and uh, unsubscribe from the website and threaten to remove resources. In fact, we've even had, I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, people, kinds of things that have happened over the last few weeks regarding what's happening in Israel has just been been absolutely crazy. So for me, I, I, I think sometimes I'm I'm, I'm a bit uh, confused about the people of faith. You know, it, it seems to me that there's sort of a, a pick and choose. When is it time to be you know strong and to stand up and when is it not? For example, what's happening with the terrorism in the world right now and, and specifically even for the, the persecution of Christian people, uh, ISIS made a clear statement that told the Christian people either get out or convert, pay higher taxes, or we're going to slice your head off. And then actually we have, we have examples of where these people have, have been killed for their, uh, for their faith. And certainly the people that are in Israel, um, the Jewish people that are there that are standing for their faith and, and being persecuted because of it. And, and the list goes on. Um, I think what, what we're looking at right now, if, if there aren't any people that stand up in the midst of these times, uh, we might as well get ready to shut her down because there are groups of people around the world that are intent upon not only wiping Israel off the map, but wiping every person that does not believe like they believe. We're considered infidels by some who are looking in at what's happening in Gaza right now. And they're saying, well, is there someone that's going to fight? Is there someone that's going to stand up? And then, of course, the other issue is how many people of faith who, if you open your Bible and understand the significance just historically, uh, archaeologically, practically as it pertains to the land of Israel. What does it mean for us as people of faith? 
We are tied to what happens in Israel. In fact, what's happening in the world right now, you cannot disconnect it. I cannot disconnect it. And so, uh, unfortunately, as I mentioned, uh, there have been some some pretty serious, uh, uh, well, I'll use the word carefully because it's not like I'm, I'm there having missiles uh, fly over my head. But there have been some some attacks of sort uh, by people. There have been a number of people who have uh, who have not felt comfortable with uh, the Biblical Foundations Academy, me specifically writing articles for Breaking Israel News. So I, again, the choice is either to uh, kowtow to that and, 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 and hope and pray that somehow the, 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 uh, the support will, will come back in the way it was or continue to do what I feel called to do. And of course, if you know anything about me, I'm, I'm, I don't do what I do based on people's support. I don't uh, minister based on what a person gives. I, in fact, I've had people, this is actually kind of funny to me, but it's not funny. I've actually had people who've come to me and said, if you agree with what I believe and you produce something accordingly, I will support you. If you disagree, I won't support you. Now, what do you think I've done, folks? If you know anything about the things that you see, there are many things that we've done through Biblical Foundations Academy that have been well received by people all over the world. But there's always going to be people that disagree. I've actually had some of those people that disagree come and say to me, if you change it, we'll support it. I've had people come and say to me, we'll support it. But then they see it and say, well, that doesn't agree with me. Now I want my money back. I'm <laughs> just like, well, okay, it's already produced. What do you want me to do? I mean, I had one person come to me and say, I've got a lot of resources. I certainly would like to support this. If you could just agree with these four things, which happen to not be biblical, we will support this fully. And I told them I couldn't do it. And in the same way as it pertains to what's happening in Israel right now, if there are people that are saying, you know, Keith, as a result of uh, BFA uh, making a strong statement of support for Israel in the midst of their their war against terrorists. And let me be clear, this is a war against terrorists. This is not a government, okay, that, that sits down and has ceasefire talks. This is a terrorist organization that today, as I'm as I'm taping this today, today, Five to eight terrorists came through tunnels, killed five Israeli soldiers, tried to drag one into the tunnel who was already dead. So what would they do with him? They would use him as a as a as a uh, uh, try to negotiate for the release of more terrorists. I mean, Israel over time and I've written about this. <clears throat> Israel in the past has done a lot of things to try to 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 meet the needs of their people and, and try to do certain things in terms of uh, humanitarian issues, uh, uh, you know, uh, all sorts of negotiations back and forth. I, I've talked about this. But what they do is they, what the terrorists do is they want one body. If they can get one body and they, today, they were dragging a body back to the tunnel. And and uh, and, and and then actually they were actually uh, stopped from that. But why do they want that body? so that they can begin to negotiate with Israel for the release of other terrorists, for a dead soldier. If he's a living soldier, oh, they've got, they've got precedent. You know, uh, they had a soldier that, uh, that they, five years was, was held captive. Uh, they were able to negotiate for 1,000 prisoners to be released uh, for his release. And so Israel's made a big shift. I've write about that, and as I mentioned and talked about it, but I think the thing that I'm, I'm mostly struggling with right now is, is what does it mean for us when we open up our Bibles and we see Israel? And I'm not speaking of the government of Israel. I'm talking about the land, the people, the language, prophetically, what it has to do with in the future and, and, and the issues. I mean, so we think that somehow, as at least I've been challenged, you know, I had one person say, you know, just you ought to just stay in your closet and pray about it. Just stay in your closet, and pray about it. What I say is. 
I'm kind of tired of the simple Sunday school answers that we as the people of faith want to give regarding the complexity of issues like with what's happening not only in Gaza, what's happening in Syria, what's happening in Iraq, what's happening in Ukraine, what's happening in the United States, what's happening in Mexico. The list goes on and on and on. So what? I thought we were supposed to be the light. I thought we were supposed to be the salt. Am I supposed to run and hide in my closet and say, oh, dear God, please do something about it and act like I No, there are issues that we need to address from a biblical perspective. That is why I appreciate the invitation from Breaking Israel News, writing about news from a biblical perspective. So here's here's the deal, folks. There have been some changes. There have been some issues over the last month. We have had sanctions imposed. Finances have been uh, been put into a, a, a bit of a challenge. And there's two ways that we could do it. We could either, you know, weep and say, oh, we're so sad. Or we can continue to go forward with what we have. And what we've decided is we're going to go forward. Now, here's where things get a little touchy. I have struggled with over the last month as we've been in the midst of this summer bonanza. You know, it just the summer bonanza was a fun thing. I'd just gotten back from Israel. I was excited and we were having fun and telling people, hey, you can share in this ministry and summer. Yeehaw! And over this month, uh, it just hadn't felt like summer bonanza to me. It hasn't felt like something that matches with what's happening in reality. So I've made a decision. Uh, we are going to on August 1st, we're going to suspend the summer bonanza, which means that we're going to close that out. We're going to get that video off there. The this, this projects we're still going to work on. But based on what's happened over the last month, there have been a number of people that have made it a point to say not only are we not uh, supporting what's happening, we're going to try to have others not support it. And that's their decision. Uh, what we've decided to do is to go with what we have. So as of August 1st, Midnight on August 1st, the summer bonanza will end. Anyone who's given, anyone who wants to give, anyone who wants to support that effort, we definitely are going to appreciate that. But what we're going to do on August 1st is we're going to sit down and look at what we have and then make the decision on what we can actually get done. We're working as though we're going to get it all. But if we don't, we're going to make an adjustment. Then in August, uh, uh, we'll go about the process of of taking what we have and doing the best we can with it. And I'll be honest with you, where I'm at right now, is rather than having a thousand people who say they're with us, I'd rather have a hundred people who really are. I am not going to build this ministry based on popularity contests. I'm not going to build it based on pressure from people. We're not going to build it based on what's going to tickle people's uh, ears and make them happy to say all the right things. Look, what I love about the BFA International ministry is that we want to inspire people around the world to build a biblical foundation for their faith. If I open the Bible and I do it daily, there are issues in there that are difficult to deal with. That is why even now we're in the midst of, of, of producing the scripture bites. And we're in a series right now. This is going to be amazing. We just have to make some adjustments, but it's going to be amazing. We want people to go and open the scripture and see what it says. What I love about Breaking Israel News, I always make sure I bring in some sort of biblical perspective, which in some cases over in Israel, there are many people that are secular who don't even open the Bible. So for them to read from me as a pastor, what Scripture has to say about the situation they're in has opened doors for many private and public conversations that I believe are a part of reaching people around the world. So for those that continue to uh, to send me the threats and the challenges and the sanctions, I say to you, I'll continue to pray for you. You pray for us. We're going to keep going forward. In fact, 
after this audio blog, hopefully by the first of this month or this month that's coming up, which is just in a couple of days, there'll be another article, probably even more controversial, but biblical. We're going to continue to do that. You know, I had a I had a a, a pastor send me uh, a letter, and in this letter, uh, sent me a, a letter regarding a response to what's happening in Gaza from a uh, from an organization that's over in uh, in Israel happens to be a school, and it's called the Bethlehem Bible College, and they wrote a response to what's happening in Gaza. And I won't read the whole letter, but uh, they they say this. They say, we at Bethlehem Bible College consistently called for a just peace for both Israelis and Palestinians. We always sought a nonviolent resolution to the conflict. All forms of violence must be refuted unequivocally. Stated the Christ at the Checkpoint Manifesto. That's what it's called, Christ at the Checkpoint. We also believe that as long as the occupation of Palestinian territory and the siege of Gaza remain, the conflict will continue to escalate. And they go on to explain what they think should happen. They say we do not and cannot endorse Hamas's ideology. However, we believe the people of Gaza have the right to live in freedom and dignity. This means that the siege over Gaza should be lifted and the borders should be opened. The people of Gaza need a chance. We oppose Hamas launching rockets at Israeli towns and cities. At the same time, we're shocked by the unproportional and inhumane response by the Israeli military and the disregard of civilian life and especially innocent women and children. You know, I could go into great depth, but I'm not going to. What I'm going to do is I'm going to simply... Do this urgent update to let everybody know, yep, sanctions have been imposed, but it's not stopping us. We're still going to go forward. Yeah, it would be nice if there was always a simple Sunday school answer, easy answer for everything, but there isn't. I could tell you right now information I'm getting from people in Israel that would shock you. Maybe it would even cause you to change your perspective. But what I want to do instead is this. I want to let you know that uh, we are in the thick of it. There are doors that are opening that as a result of what's happening in Gaza, doors are opening with people from a number of different areas that are beginning to crack open the Bible and ask the question, what does it mean for us today? And we at Biblical Foundations Academy International happen to be a part of that. I actually did see something that uh, I I do need to respond to. You know, I I happen to have this thing with the United Nations. that's been going on. If you've, if you've seen the now is the time series, I'm not a big fan of the United Nations for a number of really important reasons. If you haven't seen that, make sure that you, you, you go look through that series. I think um, in episode five, I believe it is. I, I go into a little bit more depth about that, but there's something really interesting that uh, the, the, the ambassador for Israel to the United Nations said, he said this, make no mistake. Hamas is not working alone. He says Hamas is funded by Qatar and Iran. And already some people are, Keith, what do you care about? What does this matter? There's always going to be wars and rumors of war. What's the big deal? I also want to look and see how the trees are changing, what's happening in the earth. I want to be able to interpret the times to know what time it is. He says that Hamas has fired 2,500 rockets at Israel. We've grown tired of the vilification and demonization of the only democracy in the Middle East. Now, he had also said something that I found was really interesting. He said that when those rockets fly from from Gaza to Israel, 
they might as well have a little sign on it that says, uh, uh, brought to you by Tehran. And when those terrorists go through those tunnels, there should be a sign that says, these tunnels provided courtesy of Qatar. In other words, you have Qatar giving Hamas many resources. You have Tehran taking through those borders, you know, you know, because Gaza's under siege and those borders are closed. Why are those borders closed? Guess what's coming in through those borders? The very rockets that are being shot into Israel and much more. Israel sends concrete to Gaza. Gaza uses the blood of children to mix with the 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 uh, the concrete to build tunnels. And people are yelling and crying and shouting about what's happening in Gaza. Guess what? If Israel doesn't set the stage, if Israel doesn't set the tone, if Israel doesn't stand up and say enough is enough, then guess what? ISIS, Hezbollah and every other Tom, Dick and Harry terrorist group that's looking in to say, how do you respond to terrorists? They're going to say, hey, we can go further. Those who think right now that I'm over in the comfort of my home, whether it be in the United States, Europe or anywhere else, such yelling and shouting and thinking that somehow this is an issue that's over in Gaza. No, this will be at your front step. If someone doesn't say enough is enough, it's going to spread. And I, for one, stand with Israel. Let me be very clear. Stand with Israel as they say enough is enough of the Hamas terrorists. Do I want innocent people to die? No. Do I want the violence to stop? Absolutely. Do I want innocent blood to be spilled in the garden of God? No. And at the same time, do I want Israel to sit back and say, oh, well, you know, whatever happens, happens. We'll just think about it. We'll let the we'll let the ambassadors figure out while they're digging 30 some tunnels to come in and do like they did today. Kill soldiers handcuff and kidnaps Israeli citizens, slaughter children. No, someone has got to say no. And I, for one, happen to think that I what Netanyahu is doing right now is a shift. And I think it's a good shift. I said it. You can you can you can you can unsubscribe. You can remove support. Do whatever you have to do. But as per me right now, I'm going to stand. Now I'm going to add something to this audio blog. There was an article. I'm sorry. There was a a. a, a, a an interview that Netanyahu did about a couple days ago that was as frank as I've ever heard him. I'm going to put that art, that uh, that video uh, at the bottom of our uh, uh, audio blog so you can see it. But he said something that I thought was uh, I don't even know how to how to put it. I mean, here's a guy who's been in war. Netanyahu has been uh, a part of of battles. Uh, he is he has seen and 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 done things that 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 most people you know will will never see and and never do but he said something that that really caught my attention in this interview that he did on Fox News by the way uh that I, as I mentioned I'm going to put the video up he said this is probably the most grotesque war he's ever seen uh and he went on to talk more about this and his point was That what Hamas is doing right now is so outside of the rules of war. What they're doing by using civilians uh, as shields, what they're doing by 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 literally wanting dead bodies to pile up so that there can be uh, pictures and photos around the world to try to pressure Israel to say enough is enough. What they're doing is something that is so, as he said, grotesque. And again, I'm not going to quote him. I'm going to let you you hear what he says. But it's as frank as I have heard 
uh, the prime minister speak. Uh, as I mentioned, there are many, many people that I'm in contact with over in Israel on a bunch of different levels. I am honored to be able to be in contact with them. There are times that I get information even before it goes to the news that just that shocks me. I, I, I knew about soldiers dying and the amount of soldiers dying. And, and sometimes it's overwhelming. But I have to say that I feel honored to have a small part, a small part in the support for Israel during this war. And I am going to stand with them. We as a ministry stand with them and hopefully you will stand with us as we do that. Can I end with a, an important verse? It says, and actually before I give this verse, let me let me just be very clear. I, I, I kind of was casual about this, but I want everyone to know uh, nothing changes as far as those that have supported us up to this point. We are still going forward with some amazing things. Uh, Scripture Bites is being worked on. Uh, The series for the seventh month is being worked on. We have some things that are coming, doors that are opening that are shocking us on an international level. But what we're not going to do is we're not going to change conviction to order to to get people to support us. We're going to, we like I mentioned, we'd rather go with a hundred committed than a thousand that are just peeking in and and deciding when it feels right and when it doesn't. So those that you have that have supported us and those that are willing to support us for the summer bonanza all you have to do is go to the project page you'll see the information there we're going to close that down midnight on august 1st instead of it being a two-month campaign it's a one-month campaign and then after that we'll take a look at what we have and make adjustments accordingly for those that have already given thank you for those that are considering it thank you and for those that feel that they can't thank you Uh, we're going to go with those that are with us and, and those that can't we understand in the meantime Here's the verse that I'd like to share. It says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper that love thee. Peace be within thy walls and prosperity within thy palaces. For my brethren and companions sakes, I will now say, peace be within thee. For the sake of the house of Jehovah our God, I will seek thy good. Psalms 122, 6 through 9. What a blessing. What an amazing thing that that there would be this this verse from ancient scriptures that we could actually bring to the forefront. Now, we want to be in prayer. We want to be people that will pray. And, And, you know, just for me, I'm going to make some changes and some shifts as far as what I'm going to be talking about over the next month. Uh, I do believe that God is, is definitely giving us an amazing opportunity uh, I think that there's going to be a decision that people are always going to have to make. Either we're going to stand for what God has said in the scripture regarding his land or we're not. And, you know, those organizations that have decided that they can split the fence. Good luck with that. I don't see how it's going to happen when I read the book. So here's what we're going to do over the next few days. Would you continue to pray for us? Uh, would you continue to support us? Would you continue to lift us up? We're going to continue to do that. If you will keep praying, if you will keep reading, if you'll keep watching, if you'll keep sharing, and even if you won't, we will keep working.